Hey, it's Mike. And Mike. From Dogmite Games. And uh, we're kicking ass here on Legends of Tabletop. Booyah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're going to be playing our third session of Cypher System tonight. This is a homebrew campaign. It's one of uh, Jesse's continually played worlds for the last 10 years or so. Uh, so I'm going to kick it over to him with no further ado, and uh, we'll let Jesse give us a recap. Hey, so last time, uh, Milo, after uh, convincing Decoros to take the ledger out of Pivel's room, looked that over, found some really odd things in terms of some of the crew members, uh, some people who should be here, some people who were very out of place. Uh, after having returned, uh, Pivel, being the anal retentive gnome that he is, realized that something was off, and they basically called meeting to the, uh, to the top deck, though uh, the captain was kind of shrugging it off and uh, everybody left unscathed with that. Afterwards, uh, there was a little bit of a discussion between Decoros and Mira. Mira is still trying to kind of convince Decoro about what's going on. And finally, Mira took it upon herself to try to prove it. And she made a connection with the power source, wanting to force that connection with Dicaro as well. She sliced his hand open, tried to make him bleed all over it, but to no avail. And mm. so, so at this point we are left with mirror with some latent um, mystical powers that are kind of swirling around in her possibly temporarily and uh, Dekoro with a bandaged hand. Uh, meanwhile, Milo has some information, very interesting, which is his way, and uh, Valos is uh, just kind of lounging around being a dick. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I think you got our rolls backwards. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that Milo's sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Milo is a dick that everybody hates. That's <laughs> all right. He's closely based on me as a real person. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. I knew it! <laughs> all right, so I guess we should uh, introduce the characters here again. So uh, this is John. I'm playing Velos, the graceful warrior who moves like a cat. Hi, I'm Danny, and I'm playing Myra, and she is a hideous speaker. A uh, cultist speaker who consorts with the dead. Uh, I, I am also John, uh, John Jr. I, uh, I'm playing Decoros, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Decoros Slarin, an impulsive Decaros. explorer who delved too deeply. <laughs> you guys got me screwed up on my own name. <laughs> and uh, I'm Trevor. I play Milo Sonder, an inquisitive adept who focuses mind over matter. And I'm Jesse, and I make shit up. 
All right. So at this point in time, now we have uh, drink. The crew. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm doing. <laughs> the drinking game continues. <laughs> we have uh, everybody kind of together now. Everyone's in their respective rooms. Um, we kind of rested down a little bit. Um, Milo has his information on uh, Holdcourt and uh, Karenis uh, and Vihorn, who are all kind of the the interesting people on the ship uh some traders some commissioners some wanderers and so you kind of have that info in your pocket and uh decoro has some tissues in his pocket <laughs> yes. and uh yep mira has a uh, mystical blade in a hidden pocket dimension Ooh. And Valos dimension. And uh, Valos is just uh, fiddling with himself in his pocket. <laughs> is there uh, is there anything? <laughs> so is there anything that anybody um, kind of has a, a last minute resolution to? Is, is there anything that anybody wants to do right now? Yes, Valos needs to powwow with Milo as they draw ever closer to Highland. Okay, do it up. So yeah, right now you guys are about um if just to give you an update, um you have now been free of the uh of the main continent. And so you are making your way up um past that uh that chain of islands that kind of follows you up into the northern lands. Uh so you're probably a little more than halfway to your journey. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. Do you want to do you want to hit up Milo at night before everybody goes to rest, or is this something that you kind of want to do any at any point? Well, at any point, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if we, you know, run into each other, you know, I I would I would grab them on the side, so it was just the two of us. Okay. Well, like a little little pinch on the love handle or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Go ahead then. All right, so uh, let's say maybe it's like after dinner, you're heading back to your room. Um, Vales kind of just moves up behind you and taps you on the shoulder. He's like, uh, I need to talk to you real quick about something. Whoa, what's up? Well, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of running this little operation here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here with, you know, with Decoros and, uh, you know, I, I do have some other business up here in, in Highland as well. As you know, uh, I'm, I'm from here. My parents are still here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I figure, you know, before we head north to, you know, drop off the, uh, the package, uh, I need to head out to my parents' farm. Uh, I at least need to make an appearance while I'm here. Uh, the place is not that big that uh, my arrival would go unnoticed in, in some quarters and I don't want this to come back around, you know, and have my parents all over my ass. Uh, I don't get up here very often. Uh, so I at least need to make an appearance. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Decoro is the one who hired you. So. Well, Decoro hired me, but you hired Decoro. So I want to, 
run everything from, you know, through you to make sure we're not going to have a problem. Uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's into me for quite a bit of coin. So uh, I just want to make sure I'm not going to get shafted once we land. It's whatever. We're going to be in port probably for a couple of days anyway. So you get plenty of time to go do whatever it is you need to do. All right. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Like I said, I just wanted to, wanted to clear it with the boss. Well, I guess it's appreciated. And I'll see you around on the ship. All right. He just he gives you a nod and heads off uh, heads off towards his room. All right. Uh, is there anything else that anyone wants to finish up? Myra is ready really? to get the fuck off of this ship. <laughs> <laughs> Decoro, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty um, itching to get. Well, actually, from Decoros is probably you know stare, looking at his his wounded hand, and he's just mulling over everything that's going on about this uh, artifact and whether or not it's a good idea to get rid of it. But he also sort of wants to get it get the hell away from it. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that's really it, it basically just kind of just waiting until we get to port, trying to avoid hold course. <laughs> <laughs> Makes. <laughs> did your heal? Did your hand heal like normally? Um, I don't know. Did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's actually still the wound there, and nothing's healed over at all. Okay. And that there hasn't been enough time yet, or it's unnaturally not. Yeah, it's only yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm assuming we're kind of still talking within the same 24-hour yeah. period or so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. There's really nothing. It's it stopped bleeding at least. <laughs> it's just the, the the whole thing, the connection with the artifact, Mira. I'm uh, I'm having some uh, some some deep introspection with myself, which is yeah, you know. It's, <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> that productive. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> but the void matter is a real thing, and it, it, it is it has possessed me, and it is a problem. <laughs> this isn't uh, just a case to herpagonosyphilates so that'll clear him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there an ointment? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Not for you, there is. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um so yeah, if uh, if nobody has anything else, then uh, then we will take just kind of a slight jump of a few days. So the ship is pretty much kind of cruising along, and um, I'm assuming um, either will um, Milo or Decaro or even Velos for that matter. You are kind of the hired guard. Um, will any of you take a trek down to the hold? Actually, I even assume Mira as kind of almost seeing this, uh, if I read it right, as kind of a source of worship almost, now that you've made this connection to it. Um, any of you going to take a trek down to the hold at any point? I'd probably try to find some time to do it, to go check it out while Mira is there. Just like towards the end mm-hmm. of the, the voyage as I'm contemplating everything i might have a couple things to ask her okay kind of towards the end of things though or is this something that you yeah. probably wanted to do with the next couple? no it'd be like okay. it'd be it'd be towards the end because i'd probably be, I'd have my mind made up about or i'd have my thoughts sort of in order by that time makes sense 
Valence uh, would probably else? go down. I was going to say, he would probably go down every now and again just to check on things. Good. Um, you know, just go by, check the, check the tarp, check the ropes, you mm-hmm. know, maybe lift the tarp and, you know, make sure nobody did anything. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he wouldn't spend like hours down there, but he would, you know, go through and check things to make sure that, you know, especially with the dwarf hanging around and, you know, we've mm-hmm. already had some sense of, you know, we know that there's, there's bullets and, and there's, you know, all kinds of different things going on. So yeah, he would, he would definitely check whether someone asked him to or not. <laughs> all right. And Myra would right, definitely cool. be going uh, down to the artifact too, just to meditate um, to it and try and if she can think, figure out what's going on and bring herself closer to this mysterious power. Very nice. Okay. Um, so in that case, what I'll do is uh, we'll say that it's a period of time, uh, probably a couple of days after the whole situation with Decoros happened where um, Mira is down in the hold um, meditating near the artifact, attempting to regain that connection again. Um, and, and meanwhile, Valos, you've kind of, um, it's a little bit before your time. Um, so it's kind of one of those times where the hold uh, is is slow, but at the same time, there's a lot of people going. There's not a whole bunch of people down there. There's usually a few people going in and out really quickly, kind of doing what you're doing, like a last-minute check on their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those times where there's a lot of people, nobody really hanging around, which is a perfect time for you to be there to check to see if anybody's screwing around. Sure. Um, so we'll say that you're kind of heading down there. Mira's already hanging out. Um, why don't you go ahead and both give me an intellect check? Okay. Um, is this, this a I'm sorry, was, is Decoro in on that too or no? Uh, if you want to be, you can. Um, actually, no, I'm going to say I'm not, I wouldn't be paying attention in that way at, the, at this point when I'm going down to see her. Sounds good. I'm really, really kind of preoccupied with what I want to approach with her. If, if it's a straight Makes D20, sense. I rolled a three. <laughs> Huzzah! I got a 12 on a D20. Um, so, yeah. Um, Valos, you're kind of going down and you have, now that you're getting closer to home, your family's kind of on your mind a lot now, especially with the talk of Tamilo and everything. And um, So, you're and you've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, so it's kind of just like go down, check on the package, right? We'll come back up. So you're nearly kind of not paying attention, especially heading down into the hold. Um, Mirror, on the other hand, you're sitting there, and suddenly you hear uh, a sh- shift in the uh, in the tarp, the canvas tarp that's covering the artifact. Um, what way was the shift? Like up, down, across? Uh, it's kind of down and on the other side. Okay. Um, so let's say if you're sitting like towards like the top left, it happened like mid right. Okay. Can I make a stealth check to of get course. over the other side to see what is over there without being seen? Perfect. Okay. I am trained in it, so it's going to bring whatever level difficulty it is. Uh, down a level. Make it a. Uh, we're we're starting off at a three, so. 
Okay. It's going to be a pretty easy to beat. All right. Well, I rolled a 19. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so you were... Yeah. You were just another rat in the hull at this point. <laughs> so you were moving, moving with the ever subtle creaks of the ship, and like you know, as I mentioned before, this you know the the bitter mother doesn't really rock anymore because of the the arcane stabilizers on it and everything. So it's a pretty smooth ride, but you're kind of going. You've got a f- used to the flow of it now, and mm-hmm. so um, you know every creak of the of the ship is like your footsteps meld into it. So you, you kind of turn the corner a little bit and you see that there is this very small human-like person. Um, it's uh, with a totally shaved head, kind of slightly enlarged features. He's got these kind of bigger ears and a really slender body. And he has uh, some type of device uh, it almost looks like a stick just like long and cylindrical in his hand and he's uh marking something on the uh on the tarp um i am going to he did not see me so i'm hoping maybe i get some kind of advantage for a intimidation check where i want to jump out and speak with him using intimidation which i am trained in perfect Okay, so I'm going to jump out of the shadows where he doesn't, you know, right in his face and go, what do you think you are doing? And I rolled a 15. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. So he actually uh, drops what he's doing. The, the, uh, the device falls from his hand, clanging onto the ground. He falls back onto his butt. And he's just staring up at you. He's like, oh, my God, please don't kill me. I don't know what I'm doing. What are you doing here? I don't know. What are you doing to this? It's not yours. I don't know. I've just been paid to go around and mark some of these. And I don't know when. I'm sorry. Here, take it. And he, like, holds, like, he reaches down, like, grasping at the floor, trying to grab the thing. And he, like, finally gets his hand on, like, still covering his eyes, holds it up to you, shaking. And you can see, like, visibly, like, his whole body is just trembling. Who paid you to do this? I don't know. Some person just kind of left some money up in my room with a note and he said and he left a little map and these things did right and he reaches into his other pocket and he's like here is the note and i got a map too here and he's like it just he paid me three gold in order to go around i'm so sorry i didn't mean it did i hurt anything i don't know take the map <laughs> slap him <laughs> and i say what room are you in i'm in 17 r What's your name? My name's Oscar. And I go, Oscar, you will not remember this. And I'm going to erase his memories. Or attempt oh, oh, and he said, like, I swear to God, I went. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to spend three intellect um, points. I have a edge on that, so it won't be the full three. And then I do have to roll against something, but I'm not quite sure what it's an intellect roll check so i don't know what the difficulty of this would be or i think it's the creature's level possibly okay well we'll say so his he's a three okay uh 
but you're if you you're spending an edge, you said. Um, I have to spend three um, to activate the power, but I am going to actually oh, spend. Gotcha. So it only costs two because I have an edge, but I am going to put in some effort to bring it down a level. Oh, very so I'll nice. spend okay. two more. Okay. So, 12. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he's just like still sniffling and he's like, I promise I won't tell you. And you just kind of like reach over and like flick him in the head. <laughs> And I sneak out of the way. Yeah. You, With the map and the there? tool. Yes. Very nice. I like it. With, but I'm taking the map and the tool with me. Sounds good. Okay. And I'm going to go find somebody in our party. Well, I'm, I'm on my way down. So does yeah, he actually, come, like wandering up as I'm coming down? Does he look, does he look normal? Does he look like he's been befuckled or what's the... <laughs> We'll actually say that he's probably, um, he'll probably stay unconscious for a short period of time. Oh, he's unconscious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, yeah. Uh, for, for just a, f a few brief moments, not any significant period of time. Um, and it's not even probably, it's more of a, a, a stunned than an unconscious. Okay. Um, but however, if, uh, if Mira is leaving the hold to go look, uh, like I said, uh, there's only one up and down. Uh, so inevitably she'll probably pass you. She's definitely going to pass, uh, Decaros who is kneeling next to the artifact and like his right foot is kind of like shaking back and forth and he's talking to himself like, I gotta, what, what, do you, what do I do? And she's going to come up and do? she's going to give you like a light smack. Like, get with Ooh. it. And I imagine at this time, we will probably see uh, Vic, um, John's character there coming the same mm -hmm. way. So we can all be, and I'll, I'll wave them over. Mira, Absolutely. But what do I, Mira, what, what is it? I need you aware right now. Wait, whoosh. Okay. I, I was trying to do what you Shut do. Up. I was trying to, oh. Over here. So, yeah, so Velos, like, he doesn't catch you first right away because he's kind of, like, in thought. He's kind of, like, cruising down the steps. And then he looks up, and you're, like, waving. He's like, oh, shit. So, he, you know, he comes over, and he's like, um, is is there something wrong? I, I was just coming down to uh, to make sure that there was nothing, uh, nothing wrong with the package. Just kind of, you know, scope things out. Well, you were too late for that as somebody was fucking with it. There is a gentleman on the other side in quite the days right now that I put out of commission. I have his name and where he's staying. But he told me that he was paid by someone to mark certain packages with a tool. And I have the tool and the map of the packages he was supposed to mark. Hmm. Is it? What, is the tool recognizable? Yeah. Hold it out. Uh, anybody have a, uh, a history with... Arcane devices. That'd nah, be Milo. <laughs> well, I mean, I probably it, it is a chance. This might be something that I've come across with the old background asset. Yeah, <laughs> that could definitely work. You want me to roll a thing? Uh, uh you know what? The the the. Really no, you've been rolling really crappy in the last couple of rolls. <laughs> I have. So I'm going to make you roll just in case, but it's going to be a really low check. We're talking about a, can you beat a one? Can I beat a one? Even on, if, you, if, if you want to. Well, I did roll a six. 
You can spend some effort. <laughs> oh. Spend some effort and just, oh, you rolled a six. Well, well it, was a, it, was a, it was a, yeah, a difficulty one. It was a, it was a two. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But then yeah. your background dropped it down to a one. Got it. I mean, Nailed if you really cared go. about us, you would have spent the effort to make sure you got it. But Zacharias <laughs> is, is, is his I'm mind kidding. is is a little is a little <laughs> off right now. But he did. He does recognize this, I believe. Right. And it is yeah. a. So this is actually a tool that is used a lot on the black market, and it uh, it's a writer slash reader. So. People will use it to write or write sentences, like brief sentences, or just you make like a, a dry symbol, and it writes it in a uh, in an invisible layer. And then the flip side of the uh, device is that when you activate it, it illuminates any hidden markings within a certain distance. Guys, this is a writer reader. I've seen this used before. Did he mark our shipment with this? Yes, he was in the process. I interrupted him, so I don't know if he got complete. He's well, where, 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 where was it? Show me. He's on the other side. So you need to make it. We need to make a decision what we're going to do with him. As of right now, he does not know that there's any involvement of us. He's going to wake up and wonder what happened to his things. Will he remember his things? If you erase his mind, he might not remember he even had it. It was just the last five minutes of it. So he'll remember he was paid to do a deed and that he had a device in the map. Did you you befuckle his mind? (laughs) That's what I do. Okay, so if he's befuckled, then the befuckler, that's what I'll call you from now on. If you befuckled his mind, he'll wake up and he probably won't even, if we're all standing around the artifact, I imagine he'll just... He'll just up and leave, right? Well, I think we may want to hold on to him at least for now. Uh, Well, then, how about you go ahead and uh, uh, secure that package, if you know what I mean? So, so Velos just takes off around the other side of the uh, of the artifact. He'll grab the guy if he's that small. Just like you know, grab one hand, pull him up. It's like um, I need uh, I need some rope. Grab something off of one of those other packages. Let me let me tie him up real I quick. Mean, I do have a suggestion. If you just kill him, I can ask him some questions and he won't lie. Guys, Dragger doesn't he doesn't like killing on his ship if we were caught. I don't know how that would go over. Uh but let me just let me see if I can get if I can see what he was writing on the tarp. And I want to try to activate the device so that I can see what he was writing. All right. It's, uh, there's really nothing to it. There's literally, it, it looks like a really big pen, mm-hmm. almost. And there's uh, there's one button on one base. Uh, and then there's, if you flip it around, there's a button on the other base. And uh, this one kind of has like this this greenish, this greenish gem slider. To uh, to power it up. Ooh, I slide it and I attempt to use its reader function. All right. Uh, so pushing the button and basically just uh, illuminates anything within like a three meter distance. Nice. And so right now uh, you see that uh, your there is a very crude symbol, uh, probably about a foot 
in diameter written on the tarp of the artifact. And it's really just this uh, circle with a uh, diagonal slash running right uh, top right to bottom left and then a horizontal slash uh, running along the bottom. Of the line or the bottom of the circle? The bottom of the line. So that that so like left below the everything else. It's almost like it's a circle with like a with so like a forty-five a degree line. angle. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it doesn't continue past the point of Kanoke. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Do I recognize that symbol? You do not. Hmm. I do not recognize this symbol. Can I check something else in the hold that he possibly has have has marked? See if it's the, sure. if there's like if there's the same symbol or possibly a different symbol. Before you do that, I want mm. to free our device of this symbol. Oh, and oh, if I that's have, something you can do. Yes, please. I had that very fine swamp mud grit that I used to clean myself and hide myself with when I'm going out. So I'm going to take out some of it, and it's Ugh. got the abrasive enough that it should be able to like, you know, it might make it a little dirty, but it'll get the symbol off. Sounds yeah, good. It's a dirty yeah. tarp anyway. It's fine. All right, while she's doing that, since Decoro did not get me rope, he will just sigh. I know, turn to the clo <laughs> closest package, pull out a dagger, definitely cut off a, a you know a chunk of rope. It's not our package, yes. so I don't care. And uh, tie the guy's hands together. Sounds good. All right. I guess it's time for me to get in on this. <laughs> As he's tying up the guy, Milo's going to saunter on down the stairs to the hold, hands in pockets, and see you guys uh, fucking about. Are you <laughs> colluding on. against me? Are you trying to cut me out of this fucking deal? <laughs> My, Milo, cutting for joining us. <laughs> this is very uncharacteristic of Milo. He's not usually involved. <laughs> I know, but I want to be involved because this is something interesting. Wait, Mira, Mira, before you, before you delete the symbol, Milo, it, if anybody would know what this is, Milo, look, look at this symbol. Have you ever seen this before? I don't know. Jesse, have I seen it before? <laughs> um, if you would who's, like who's to Jesse? give me... I don't know. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm unicorning when I do that. <laughs> it's like his Cortana. Ah, yes. Oh, you're his Cortana. That's adorable. Yes, yeah. I love it. Siri, have I seen this before? <laughs> Here are some searches that I found on the web. <laughs> That's not what I asked. <laughs> um, go ahead. It's going to be a a uh, kind of difficult. So we're going with the challenge rating four uh, intellect check, and this is for um, for foreign cultures or in groups and such. Uh, so if you have either uh, any abilities or any type of background that you think would give you a, uh, a slight leg up on this. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Well, I do have skills. Uh, I am trained in history, so maybe. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, so that'll definitely be one. Okay. So that'll yeah, lower it down to a three. How about a background asset? Huh? No. Well, don't you also have that thing that learned about learning new things? Oh, yeah. That's also that's a different skill, too. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm also trained in that. So. Yeah. Uh, but I, I rolled an eight. So. 
Oh, uh, well, actually, it depends. If you, yeah, it depends on if you're able to lower it from a three to a two. <laughs> so right now, you're at a three, so Never. an eight would fail. <laughs> but, uh, mm, no, that's fine. I'll go ahead and fail it. Yeah. Well, no, but if you if you include your uh, your if, uh, your uh, learn something new, then it'll drop it down to a two, and you'll succeed. Oh, I thought you said it was five. No, it's a four. Oh, well, then I would definitely pass it. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought so, I had uh, to add something else. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, nope. So uh, so you kind of take a little bit looking at it, and you're you're pondering it through your head, and there's, uh, you have to kind of reach um, some more uh, lesser known, and uh, I wouldn't necessarily say a cult, but um, um, off the off the rack off the books knowledge. Uh, so this is definitely stuff that you kind of would have picked up along the way, and not something that you would have learned in a book or anything. Um, so this is actually part of a tribe that is found on one of the chain islands, and it's this uh, race of kind of creatures um who are uh in in the past throughout kind of history known as like trinket collectors uh mm -hmm. so they're kind of one of those like uh they are known of ill repute they'll like they're bandits but Pirates. they don't steal they yeah but they don't steal like important stuff <laughs> they steal so, they'll steal like the shinies they're they're magnets <laughs> so, yeah basically yeah uh but yeah they have no they have they never really have any truly illicit meaning uh you know uh endeavors uh motives other than like get shiny stuff <laughs> so it it doesn't quite line up with hiring a person to mark specific items <laughs> so you're saying this is odd is what you're saying it is it is odd yes <laughs> All right. um so if i were to say that it's by this certain tribe but it's odd that they'd be marking this particular item uh just kind of marking items in general yeah that takes a level of forethought really known at least that you know of for for this uh particular group or this particular race so this is not the only item he was supposed to mark probably not we should probably take your pen thing and uh see if you marked anything else i have a map of what he was supposed to do perfect you're probably the best to look at it uh, you don't think Decoro is? <laughs> As I take the map. <laughs> 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 Aww. <laughs> and yeah, Milo, actually, because you've uh, you've recently gone over the ledger. <laughs> that, ah, yes. <laughs> uh, that that be, pretty much outlined exactly what was in the hold and who it belongs to, or not necessarily exactly what it is, but belongs to and where everything is because um, Pivotal is very organized in terms of grouping everybody everybody together and getting things on and off the ship in a proper manner um, 
is outlined very neatly and specifically. So looking at the map, it's slightly odd because there you see some things um, by the humble guards um, or you know some things that are marked that belong to the, the humble guards. Um, some things by the ill stance, um, other things by the uh, the Corvos, uh, another handful of packages by the Cromwells. Um, so there's, and it's not all of their stuff. It seems to just kind of be like a few boxes and containers here and there of each of these. Okay, and as you're listening, well, as, these, uh, I'm listening as well as some random ones as well. Um, so I would say first things first, let's get the mark off of our tarp, off of our thing, and then let's take a look around at what Elsie marked or is supposed to mark and see what those packages are specifically and why they're different from anything else, I guess. Like, see if there's any... Um, I'd like to see if I get a vibe off of any of them. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll activate the writer reader. I'll write, activate the reader and just go for a walk, checking things out. Okay. When when you when start we... to go do that, then I I would ask uh, Mira, um, you know, what what did he say before you befuckled him? Did he <laughs> give you any useful information? He said that he was paid to do this gold was left in his room um he told me his name and what room number he was at that way we could get i figured we could get in contact with him if we needed to but he didn't know who actually put him up to it then no uh we should probably check out the room before he would have the opportunity to get back there okay how long how long is he up for he could wake up any moment i don't know but he won't remember what happened but he you're the just, befuckler. You can just befuckle him again, right? I could. Yeah. Just put him in a state of perpetual, perpetual befucklement. That sounds like a bad idea. Mainly, all right. Whoever, whoever put him up to this is going to notice if something's weird. So we should probably untie him because he's tied up, right, fellas? Yeah, I, I tied him up. All right. We should untie him. Give him his stuff back. We we have the map, so we know where everything is. We don't really need his pen thing anymore. So we know what he's marked, or will mark. So we'll give him his stuff back and let him go on about his business as if nothing happened, that he won't remember anything. But we'll just make it so he doesn't mark us. This is why I like to do what Milo asks. That That's smart, Milo. I uh, that's That's very good. It's a very good plan. All right, I will untie him, but I will follow him. So he cuts the rope, and he, like, ducks off to a dark corner, and he waits for the guy to come back around, and then he will follow him back to his room to see if any other contact or anything is made. Okay. Okay. And uh, so before that happens, um, Ekara, do you want to go up to his room and check out his room first before he gets back there? Oh, I'd love to. Me and Mira will check out the um, the crates that have potentially been marked. Sure, I'll uh, I'll hand the writer reader over to Milo. Oh, See I'm this button over here. Back to the guy, 
or oh gotcha well if you want to check out the you're going to need to use this and i'll flip it over and this button here will illuminate and that, that's how you'll be able to see what he marked you won't be able to see it unless you use this well except for the map i already saw the map. oh i see <laughs> again again you're yeah you know what you're doing all right i'm gonna go check out his room what was that again it was one four je is that what you said Balance is in a corner just shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. One for J E and I'll just I'll I'll start I'll I'll head off. <laughs> All right. And uh yeah, so as uh, Milo and Mira kind of part off to go search the rest of the things is Milo, I'm I'm assuming you're kind of leading around and uh, Mira, you said you wanted to get a, a feel for some of the packages. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. son of a bitch <laughs> um so we'll only if they're nice looking packages <laughs> there's no such thing growing on them <laughs> so uh yeah and we'll say uh decoro kind of runs up and off to get ahead of this guy to search his room and yep. a few moments later um he begins to kind of stir and he like wakes up and he's like you know like kind of like dazes out it was really weird the whole time because he was just laying down on the ground his eyes wide open uh, mouth was kind of moving like he was whispering stuff but there was no sound coming out uh so he finally goes like oh hey hey yeah okay yeah yeah um i'm laying on the ground okay yeah yeah let's not do this so he kind of gets up and he grabs the pen and did you give him the map back? Did you kind of like just try to memorize it and then give it back to him? Or did you take that, Milo? I, I memorized it, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, he like goes through and he's like, oh, crap. okay, where am I? Okay, I think. Yep. And he takes the pen and flips it around. He's like, did I? And he pushes the button. You kind of see the the gem in the stone is that glow a little bit and he goes nope and so he goes flips it around and goes and remarks the uh the artifact and then turns and he just uh goes through and he marks about seven or eight uh crates in the hold before making his way up and out uh so at this point it really hasn't been too strange to have um in the hold kind of like chilling out staying a little bit away uh from this point though i will need you to make a uh very fairly simple speed check just to make sure that you kind of stay far enough back but within sight that you can follow him without drawing too much suspicion to yourself all right so i have an edge in that so yeah, so, well, let's go with the mechanics. So, am, am I doing stealth, or is it strictly just the speed thing? What are what are we playing with? Going to be a stealth check based on speed. Okay, um, I, I so, am trained in stealth. All right, so that drops it down to zero then. So I was oh, going to start so it off it. at a two. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, starting off at two. You spend an edge. Uh, you, you spend a point, but you have an edge in it, so that is a that's a null thing, which drops it down to one. You're trained in it, drops it down to zero. Sweet. Now I don't have to roll. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yet again, John gets away without rolling anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yep. So you, uh, so he's kind of also not really paying too much attention, in which why, which is why it was a little easier. He doesn't right. ex- suspect that anybody's going to be following him. He was a little weary just in case because he was kind of lurking in the hold. Um, so every once in a while, he kind of is just kind of looking around. But for the most part, he's like walking, spinning the the reader writer in his hand, whistling. Um, and eventually, he uh, kind of starts to make his way towards his room. Um, Decoro, what is your plan? I'm going to... Uh... 17R, I do know the right room. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna listen at the door first. Okay. Uh go ahead and give me uh anybody in there. Let's see. Yeah. So yeah, I won't make that's uh, a knock on check basically. So you'll just kinda of listen and say you hear the slight kind of creak and moan of the ship. Uh but it is uh pretty evident that there's nobody inside. Yeah, I'll try the handle. I'll just check around, see if it's unlocked. Yeah, it's unlocked, actually. That's yeah, kind we'll of a open the door slowly. Just like, oh, I guess nobody's in. He's down there. I'll, I'll head right in. I'll just open the go. door slowly and check it out. Yep. So you open it up, and it's a, an incredibly small room, uh, probably about uh, two and a half feet wide by five feet long. Um, and you see that there's a, a very small bed, and a couple of foot lockers uh, and uh, a, a shelf. Huh. Well, There's a little mirror and he has like some cleaning supplies and for like personal hygiene and, uh, and uh, on the shelf. And that's about it. What the, the, the personal hygiene items, are they like good items or are they just, are they just like run of the mill? Oh yeah. It's just like a toothbrush and right. some, uh, I got some that. I don't need that. Uh, how about the uh, anything interesting on the shelf? Uh, no, other than well, there is the um, there is the pouch of gold still sitting there. No, nope, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it right you up. There yeah, was a pouch of gold yeah, sitting. <laughs> I got that. No, I, just, I just I don't even look in it yet. I just grab it and then I'm gonna go take a peek at the uh, uh, the chests that he has in there. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, it's just as closed. Hmm. So Are they nice clothes? Uh, anything good? Yeah. Anything nice in there? Like, is, is it just like shit. It's really kind of running low, and actually, like, it looks like he has two foot lockers, and one he's kind of been keeping his regular clothes in, and the other one he's been dumping all his dirty clothes in. Oof. So one of them kind of smells a little bit, um, and then the other one he doesn't even bother folding any of his stuff. It's literally like he, and you even see like the sack that he was carrying his clothes in before okay. that. He just basically emptied the sack out back off to the side and closed the locker and has been kind of just pulling clothes out of it. Hmm. I get that. I do. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if there's nothing else, I mean, I'd like to do like a thorough search to see if there's anything relevant to what's going on. I mean, the, mo- I mean, the, 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 the money I have, the gold I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, underneath like the, the bed, just to see if there's anything that has to do with what uh, this, uh, this tribal symbol uh, anything like that yeah no it's uh it's funny is that there's really nothing in his room of any um extraordinary value or interest um he seems to be just a regular uh kind of down on his luck guy he doesn't it, it literally it looks like the most expensive thing he owns is probably like the mirror that's on oh. 
itself because like glass is a little more expensive than oh. than wood. <laughs> Poor like, bastard. You know what? Um, how how much how much gold is in the sack? Uh, so if you open up, there's actually like two. There's one gold coin, mm-hmm. um, and then a a a handful of like uh, half pieces, and then um, a few more quarter pieces. Jeez. Oh, uh, I'll take the gold coin out and I'll leave the gold <laughs> coin on the shelf, and I'll take the other stuff. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> all right yeah, it's, just, it's, it's fine i honestly i thought you were gonna go the other it's one of those like ah oh, you poor asshole like you just and like i thought you were gonna take the gold out and then like leave everything else oh but, like, <laughs> no, like, no like, actually gold. I'll, I'll, I'll leave him the gold if if, if, if yeah. I, I can't it doesn't seem to be any legitimate connection uh, between him and these yeah. people i'll i'll leave yeah. him the gold but i'm taking all the bits i'm taking all the bits. yeah that's awesome yeah it's funny because the bits actually add up to more than just the gold piece. Which is- <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I would know that, but I would. I'd probably I'd would, like a gold piece looks better than this stuff. So uh, yeah, maybe, oh, it'll, maybe it'll make him feel a little bit better about being robbed. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, if you, you have ten ones as opposed to a ten dollar bill, yes, you feel yes. better about having a ten dollar bill. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly that. Yep. <laughs> and then right. I'll leave. And yeah. Then I'll be, and then I'll, I'll get out of there. Yeah, and actually, you kind of leave his room, and uh, and you walk like six feet, and then he actually turns to the corner. <laughs> and oh. he kind of goes, he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Scared me. I'm sorry. No, I just oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was my mind. My mind was in another place. Uh, excuse oh, yeah, me. Right? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh no, thank you. That's yeah. Please go ahead. And I'll just and, uh, walk by. <laughs> you go. Yeah, you walk and you go like another few feet and turn the corner and you see like Decker and you see like Thalos just kind of standing there, chilling in the hallway. <laughs> I go hell, and then I'll realize he's being sneaky, and then I'll I'll, I'll pretend I didn't see him. When you walk, when walk you start him. to, he just ducks back around the corner like he's not there. <laughs> so yeah. the guy turns around and looks like, are you? He points at himself like. Talking to me? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? No, it's. Uh, and I'll, I'll look on the floor and be like, ah, it's just one of those. Yeah, and then I'll just I'll walk down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> he walks into his room. Be like, honest, I, I locked this. Never mind. <laughs> I should really be more careful with my stuff. <laughs> when the door clicks closed, then Velos comes from around the corner. He'll walk the way that Decaro went, but slowly to give him time to clear out because he's mm-hmm. not <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and then he'll uh he'll, want to be but no i'm not trying to be stealthy <laughs> yeah so he'll he'll kind of mill in the area he'll try to make himself look busy if there's like you know I, you know if it's just like a blank hallway he'll like you know when somebody comes he'll like turn to like open up the door that he's standing in front of or whatever just to see if anybody you know winds up meeting him in the next Ooh, nice. uh, you know, hour maybe if he thinks he can stretch it for that long. Sounds good. Yeah. So he, uh, the guy kind of goes in. He's uh, out in his room uh, for for only a few minutes, actually, probably about fifteen minutes or so. And uh, there's really not a lot of traffic, especially this time being uh, around meal time. Uh, that but in general there's not a ton of traffic in the hallways and down below 
um, because it is, even though it's a, a nicer ship, um, it's still a ship and it's everything's kind of confined and the narrow hallways and everything. So nobody really feels like hanging out in the hallways all the time. Yeah. yeah. So chances are people either hang out in the galley or, uh, or, or above deck. So you see a handful of people going to and from, um, but you kind of hanging out in the hallway next to a door anywhere isn't too far out of the ordinary. So you can, um, very easily kind of pass you pass it off as like just recently relieving a room or getting to a room or anything like that. Okay, cool. Um, and so after 10 or 15 minutes, uh, he actually does leave his room and, uh, you see him, uh, kind of flipping a gold coin in his hand. So he like, give it, a, oh. give it a toss and then like catch it, flip it again, catch it. Mm. And, uh, and it appears as though he's making his way down to the galley. Okay, I will. Uh, I will slowly follow then. All right. Uh, so yeah, he uh, eventually just goes down and he nuzzles himself up against the bar, and uh, and talks to the barkeep. He's like, "Barkeep, get me around." He's <laughs> like, "I'm feeling lucky tonight." Aww. <laughs> hmm. Um. Valos will maybe take like two seats away from him mm-hmm. and then just sort of listen to see, you know, like if somebody sits down next to him, if he's like, Oh yeah, I'm, you know, doing this or that or whatever, just kind of get like a feel for what's going on. If nobody mm-hmm. comes down and sits and he doesn't engage with anybody, then he will, you know, maybe after like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, you know, just kind of like turn to him and be like, so, uh, how's your trip been? Or, you know, whatever. It's just sort of like, you know, engaged <laughs> kind of conversation. Yeah, so it's actually kind of a uh, little bordering on sad is that he actually attempts to engage with almost every single person that comes up to the bar. Oh. Where they'll come up and they'll, like, be ordering a drink as the bar keeps, like, going again. He's like, so, how you doing? What's your trip? Where are you going? What's it? And they kind of just, like, look at him, really ignore him, grab their drink and leave. To the point, where, like the bar is actually usually like about half full, you know, scattered seats here and there, but there's like nobody sitting at the bar except for him at this point. Hmm. Okay, uh, so then yeah, so then he'd turn and be like, uh, "Yeah, rough crowd, huh?" <laughs> yeah, it's you know, some people just kind of like to hang out by themselves. I can totally understand that. That's fine, you know. Yeah, well, you know, they say about drinking alone, right? No, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, is this? Yeah, it, it, it's fine. So he'll uh, he'll tap the bar, you know, to the bartender, and you know, point at the guy to like have him bring him another drink. He's like, hey, hey, uh, I got I I got this one for him. I got gotcha. you. I I got I guess uh you know I just I just recently uh just recently came into a little bit of money and he, oh I'd like to kind of. Share it. Yeah, it's you know feeling feeling good today. You know, Vales kind of takes in like his whole appearance. I guess he's you know not like you know fine clothes or anything like that, and he's just like, don't uh, don't worry about it. I I I got this one. Maybe you get the next one. Uh, Okay, okay, yeah. So what uh, what brings you aboard the bitter mother? Uh, Where you headed? 
oh, you know, just heading uh, heading up north. Uh, kind of uh, I, I spent a lot of time down in Fredstow and kind of did the thing down there that everybody does and hang out and find, find some business and some jobs and things. And, you know, that didn't really work out. So I decided, uh, decided, you know, why not, why not travel, head up north and, and, uh, and, you know, see abroad, see what's, see what's out there. And so that's why I did, you know, it's, uh, the Bitter Mother was one of the last ships that actually, uh, had some room and, uh, they kind of took a little, little bit of a break on me and, and, and gave me a little bit of discount so that I could actually get a room on the ship. Uh, really nice. So, you know, you know, Pivotal kind of taking care of his own kind of thing, and uh, so yeah, you know, he uh, they they let me on, and and uh, and yeah, so I'm just kind of hoping, you know, heading up there looking for for new fun adventure kind of stuff. So, or or just a, just a job and maybe a place to live would be nice too. What, so, what does this guy look like? Is he like goblinoid? Like he's got like big ear, like big floppy ears, or nah. just like Big, like so big human ears. Rabbit man. Big, big human ears. So he's, okay, he's okay. he he's pretty much like almost like a halfling, um, okay. but he he's uh, slightly out of proportion and like I said, like shaved head. Um, but you can tell you can kind of see now that you're up close. It's one of those like, oh, you shaved it because you were going bald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's like a patchy bald yeah, too. Not even like that. Patrick. It's not even like Patrick Stewart bald. It's like oh, you're like you're missing a little on top. Oh, and a little on the side. Ooh, and a little on the back too. Ooh, okay. Right. So, okay. so, so then he would say to him, he's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, up up north things are a little a uh, little shaky right now. Uh, you know, they're they're bordering on civil war, from what I hear. Are you sure uh, this was the right move? Now I'm not. Oh, you hadn't heard that, huh? About? No, I always just heard, you know, there was so many opportunities up north with the, you know, the freelance and everything accepting anybody and, you know, all the wealth of Abandon and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they got some weird stuff going on in the West, but who really cares about that, you know, to each their own. And I just heard that, you know, there was so much to do up there and I didn't, I didn't know that they were going to be fighting. Well, I mean, nothing's sure, but I mean, that's the that's the scuttlebutt that uh, that I hear. I mean, you gotta watch yourself once you get there. Uh, there, there, there is some coin to be made, but uh, you know, the the freelance they, uh, you know, they they really, uh, you know, they enjoy their freedom. You know, that's what they call it, the freelance. So, uh, you know, honest honest coin for honest work. I mean, that's the motto down there. Uh, I, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to leave Redstone. You know, on the surface, there's a lot of, lot of opportunities, but man, once you dig down below, you know, you really kind of have to, have to make some, uh, some sacrifices in, in your heart, if you, if you know what I mean. So it's just <laughs> stuff I, just stuff I really couldn't get down with. He he gets a wistful look. And he goes. Yeah, I I know more than you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I bet. yeah, you look like someone who's kind of been around a little bit, you know, with all your your fancy your fancy clothes and. Oh, I'm I'm a simple man. I'm just uh, I'm on my way home to see my folks. Uh, I don't get to see them all too often, and they're yeah, you know, they're getting up in age. So uh, 
you know, like you, I, I grabbed a, a spot on the bitter mother and, uh, yeah, it, it may not be a happy reunion, be be a reunion nonetheless. Oh, well, that's nice. At least you can, you know, afford to get up there and see them. And, you know, that's, that's really nice that you're so close to your family and that you'll be able to do that. That's good. He, he gets like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he doesn't, he doesn't respond. He just kind of, he's like looking over the guy's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after, after like a few moments, the guy kind of like, you know, looks at him. He goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice. Yeah. And then he taps the bar for another drink for himself. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Hey, hey! Like I said, I got, I, I got this one for you. Yeah. So he picks like up a drink and he, you know, yeah. clinks the guy's glass sitting on the, yeah. on the, uh, on the bar, and he's like, "Thanks." He will uh, continue right. to ply him with alcohol, mm-hmm. just to see if anything. He doesn't have anything to do. They're stuck on the boat. Yeah, right. He will not drink nearly as much as he can potentially. Voiced mm-hmm. off on that guy just to see if anything <laughs> comes out over the course of the evening. Mm. That's good. Yeah. So they, you'll just basically learn a few things about the guy's life and how he's kind of down on his luck and everything. And, you know, pretty much the, the rehash of, uh, but in a little bit more detail of, you know, okay. picking up odd jobs here and there and, uh, and uh, that there's really nothing outwardly special about him and then he just seems like a nice guy who can't get a break okay so so he doesn't mention like you know uh, you know i'm uh, yeah I, this guy had me do this weird thing and like i made a couple uh, extra uh, coins on the shit so uh, none of that stuff comes out well probably later on you know once you get a little bit more and he, he'll actually tell you know when you start if you start talking about money and, and all that kind of stuff um he will probably say it's like i actually you know i finally did get a, a decent break uh, you know, I got. I, I think I just got more coin than you know I've made in in the last four years combined. Oh, really? I would. How did you do that? I might be interested myself. I'll I'll see if I can hook you up. Because the guy, he left. Uh, I don't. I mean, I do, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know who he is. But he was very nice, and he left me a thing. To do with so, uh, a a piece of a piece of a piece of paper and so on. Well, you lost said, me. So you got paid from a guy that you don't know, but he asked you to do a thing. Well, yeah, he left me a note, and he said, "Do that, and here's some money for it." Was and it so? Was it risky? So I did it. Not really. No. No, I just oh, had I to definitely go. be interested. I just had to go around. And and mark some boxes. I'm assuming uh, I don't know for stuff. That was it. I even was able to take a little nap. So, uh, that sounds like a pretty good gig. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind getting uh, getting paid for last, sleeping. Last time I took a nap on the job, I got fired. They let me go. That that's usually yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. No, yeah, that's how. I got this, and he lifts up his sleeve, and you actually see the like this small brand on his arm. Ooh, that looks like it hurt. Eh, only for a couple of days or five. 
Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's only pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, I'm in room, you know, two seven G. So, uh, yeah, if you have some kind of a connection, uh, look me I up. I might be interested. I tell you what, I'll leave a note. And I'll say, hey, next time you have a job, give it to me. But the time after that, go to this guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like a finder's fee. I, I get it. That's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be more than happy. All right. Or, I appreciate it, that. I don't really know who it was, but they're nice people. All right. That's fair. A bunch of people. What if it's a bunch of people know. who just go around giving money to other people? That That's not usually nice. how the world works, but uh, <laughs> if, if you know, maybe, maybe that's how it should work. Is just people go around giving money to people? I, I, then, I would sign up for that. Because then I would have more money than the money that I just spent on all this beer. <laughs> That's probably true. I don't have any more money. It's not oh. a good night. It was a good night. I met you. You're nice. What's your name again? Car, car, Carl? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. I'm Oscar. Pleased to meet you, Oscar. Maybe you, you should, uh, that. Head back to your room and, and sleep that one off. That that's gonna hurt in the morning. Wait, barkeep, barkeep, barkeep. I'm done. My, my room and go sleep. I, I I give the bartender a look like, and uh, I put my hand on his shoulder, and then I I reach into my my pocket and I deposit like I don't know like five gold coins in a guy's pocket, Aww. like surreptitiously. <laughs> yes. Jesus, he made out a head. <laughs> <gonna be hard. laughs> I mean, we haven't established how much money we have, so I don't, I don't know what would be feasible to... That's fine. Oh, that's beautiful. He's going to wake up sore wondering what he did for that five gold. You <laughs> <laughs> really do give money out. Well, part... Parn, parnip was that your parnip very nice to meet you you're a very lovely man uh thank you and i will i will leave i will leave that note you in two jobs so you bet you can make the money too uh, i appreciate it yay and he just he mm -hmm. kind of stands there he folds his arms across his chest kind of like watches the guy walk away yeah and he hops down off his stool and he tries to pat you on the knee and he misses a couple of times and he finally kind of just smacks you on the knee. <laughs> gotcha. And then he just walks away. All right. Ooh. I will set off to try to find uh, Decoro. All right. Decoro's back down at the, uh, at the artifact. Sounds good. And uh, so we will, uh, we will go in reverse, hop down to Mira and Milo searching around in the hold. Uh, so what exactly? So you guys are, are attempting to search the hold in order to uh, to check out what the other uh, packages were, correct? 
Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so Milo, because you were the one that looked at the map and you're kind of did this kind of off total recall. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and give me, uh, we're going to kick it kind of low, uh, because you did just recently look at the map, but just to see how accurate you are and in intellect check at like a recall of information. Well, uh, uh, I'll deep. stop you right there. <laughs> I, I got a 20. Boom. Okay. <laughs> that works. Um, Major so, effect. Right. So you actually recall uh, pretty much. I actually have detail. x-ray vision now. For this major yes. Effect. You see everything. <laughs> to, to combine your information that you saw with the map and the information from Pivot's ledger. So you're going through, and now none of you know most of these containers aren't all except for the the more higher end ones like uh, like Humble Court, um, who own like a shipping business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mo- most of them aren't labeled at all. But you're able to pick out the you know who, who belong what belongs to whom, and. Um, and you kind of go through and you're like, okay, well, Hummelgard has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven package, seven boxes. And you actually did look through some of his stuff earlier. So you're able to figure out that most of it, uh, the larger arms stuff. Um, and then uh, th- looking through a couple of the other boxes, um, you see that there are most of them are fairly small compared to the uh, the humble guard ones. Um, things that kind of can be easily picked up and transported. And, and there's not many that belong to the the higher end traders. Um, you do notice is that um, you you notice the symbol, the the family crest of uh wild ill hmm. who is the uh the scholar that you had been uh in, in the ledger uh oh, the right. one that shouldn't be on a ship like this uh you actually right. see his family crest on a couple of packages that are also marked or should be marked okay so it's it's mainly just from what i recall the weapons and ammunition and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. So there's actually no, uh, for the, uh, humble guard pack, uh, cargo, it's all large weapons, smaller ammo boxes are, are, are contained in this. Um, and then from that point, it, they look to be, uh, the ones from other people seem to be smaller, um, either like two by two or three by three boxes. All right. Uh, is there anyone around that I can maybe, if I could discreetly open a box? Um, there's a couple of people down here, but the the hole is large enough that if you're a you know a decent distance away, it'll probably any erratic noise will be lost in the echo or drowned in the sounds of the ship um yeah but this being mealtime most of the people aren't down in the hold anymore 
right. I just if I, I just want to quickly open one of the small ones to see what it is. Sounds good. Um, and are you uh, picking a specific person or kind of just one at random? Uh, just one at random. Okay. Um, so you crack open one of the smaller boxes and you actually see that there is a uh, handful small discs in it the the package is on the cargo is almost split in half so with uh on the left side kind of strewn about with some hay are these small probably three inch diameter discs and each one of them has a whole center and on the right side are these um small almost marble sized uh, gems. Hmm. All right. I'm going to take one of each and pocket them mm-hmm. and then close the thing. Sounds good. What was that in there? Um, and I'll actually, you know what? I'll actually hand her the disc and the gem just uh, and be like, well, if you feel anything, not that I believe in that kind of stuff <laughs> as, a, as an offhand comment. <laughs> Um, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, no, you're probably not used to like in in such. So this isn't something that you've ever run across. Hmm. Well, just for shits and giggles, I'd like to try and just uh, hold it and focus my attention on it and see if I get any kind of vibe that has anything to do with the artifact that we are carrying or they are carrying. All right. Um. Yeah, so I won't make it. This is more of just kind of a, a sensory type thing mm-hmm. um, and comparing feelings. Um, so you really don't get um, anything off of either the device or the gem. Um, they seem pretty inert. Are these types of weapons perhaps? Everything else was. Uh, I I don't know. Actually, I've never seen these. Um, or ammunition? No idea. Unless Jesse, would I know what these are? Uh, you could always give me an intellect check. Uh, intellect. All right. I rolled a nine. All right. Um, yeah. Let's go with uh, Let's go with that. That that'll work. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and a d100 roll Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 77 nice okay um, so it's uh, without it being active it's uh, you know it, it looks very clearly like this gem power source to this disc um, but even without kind of putting it in you can look at the device and and uh, you have uh, read about these. It's not really something that you've needed to come across, um, but this is a sound dampener. All right. And uh, what would I know these things to be used for? Um, they basically are, they do exactly that. So they lessen the level of sound um, and they can be used in uh in large arrays in uh, for 
uh, various reason, uh, various uses um, for upscale, upstanding reasons. They can be used in more civilized areas to lessen the sound of foot traffic and everything, especially in higher societal areas where you kind of want a, a you want to live in the hustle and bustle of the city without having to bother listening to the hustle and bustle of the city. Um, what's the um? What's the what's the range on these things? Um, the range isn't all as, as for a smaller device like this. Um, you're maybe looking at a handful of meters. In okay. this size, it's probably more personal use, um, and so tend to be used in more of a suspiciously nefarious way. Perfect. Sounds great. Um, okay, so I guess my next question would be, are these things used, does it dampen sounds both ways, from inside to out and outside to in? Yes. Okay, that's all I need to know. Yep, I'll just uh, put those back in my pockets. Right. Separate pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll turn to turn to Mari, and um, we'll continue our search to see if she gets any other tingling feelings. All right. Um, so let's see. At this point, we have um, Decoro heading back down to the hole, you said? Yeah, I'm going back down to the artifact, and if mm -hmm. unless I see Mira and Milo doing something interesting or if they're on a different part of the hole, I'm, I'm going to just mill around the artifacts, just looking at it and trying to consider uh, things. Okay. Um, and Valos... Uh, you um after you kind of smoothed uh oscar and kind of talked to him a little bit what was your plan i would have gone to the room first to go look to see if decora was there uh if not then he might take a quick tour topside and then if not there then he would head down to the hold sounds good all right um so we'll say that right now um Decoro is down below, hanging out around the artifact. Mm -hmm. um, Milo and Mira are uh, kind of searching around the rest of the things. You're kind of coming to the end of the um, of the cargo that was marked or that should have been marked. Um, you're kind of coming on the end of um, a handful, uh, about four of the ill-stant cargo packages. And uh, you know that, you know, Ilstamp usually pays a little bit extra to get his stuff loaded off first. So he's kind of found towards the front of the cargo bay. And so you guys are kind of coming up to the end of that. And right now, Valos is top side, kind of given a quick peer around for Decoro. And so Decoro is kind of lost in thought, Mirren. Milo checking it out. Bellows kind of giving a quick look around, and it's kind of dark out, but the um, they keep the topside deck pretty well lit, especially uh, in the early hours of the night, just when people are awake and probably going to be milling about. When uh, suddenly you hear this incredibly loud and very abrasive start to blare, and it feels as though it actually it sounds as though it comes out of nowhere and everywhere 
as if it's like built into the ship itself. Um, there's no, you know, bells or, um, or anything like that, that look as though they make this sound. It kind of just vibrates from the ship. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.